0: Please, please don't, don't tell my... Mr. Washington,
1: my put Billy in Dr. Scooby's no, no. office. No no, 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 Stay with him till no,
0: no, the doctor arrives. No, 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 no. Move it. Come on, Washington. Get on. No. No! 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 no!
2: What is up, everybody? My name is Jake, and this is another episode of The Rotten Pea, where four friends review movies you absolutely should have seen. I'm here with uh, three of my friends. What's up? I'm Tyler. I'm Scott. I'm Zach. And I'm Jake again. (laughs) (laughs) You're still Jake. Yeah. And welcome to Bummer Summer. (laughs) I picked
3: this mostly to upstage Zach. (laughs) It might have worked. I think so. It was a little bit... It, yeah, well, we'll get into it. This movie was actually a little bit more wholesome and fun than I thought it would be. Yeah, that's true. There was a lot of- Until like, the end. Yeah. <laughs> there, were th-
2: there was a lot of really like nice parts that you weren't looking for when you hear what the movie's about, and
3: then, and then it finishes, and you're like, okay. It feels like a lot of just like Jack Nicholson having fun with friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like the original The Ringer. <laughs> oh oh. <laughs> until the end. Yeah. yeah. And then it got really bummer summer really fast. The Ringer does. Yeah, yeah, The Ringer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which coincidentally is uh what I'm going to cap off bummer summer with.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, that makes sense. Like is bummer summer also like mental health awareness month? Is that what this is?
0: Yeah. Is okay. I don't know does? what the Ringer is.
2: Oh, it's a it's a movie that would get you canceled today.
1: Oh yeah, it's Johnny Knoxville. Uh, pretends to be disabled so that he can compete in the Special Olympics.
0: Oh, I have seen that. <laughs> yeah,
2: and uh, Brian Cox is the one that convinces him to do it so he can help his his gardener, who he told he gave insurance to, and then he cut off three of his fingers in a like got a, it a lawnmower accident. Yeah, yeah, so it's it's just a real wholesome movie.
0: The line that I remember like from that movie Coopie's is uh, when the. Did we get ice cream? <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> yeah. That's the one everyone remembers. Everyone remembers yeah. that. That's the one I remember. I think it was
2: the first time I heard the F word.
1: <laughs> was that movie? I think so. That's funny.
2: Uh, yeah.
1: By the way, I want to like make a, a quick correction here. We keep saying this wrong.
2: Oh. cuckoo, cuckoo. Yeah. yeah oh, one yeah. flew over the kaku's nest. Yeah, the the pressure of the podcast got to me, and I forgot how to read. I was like, there's
0: no way that that's how you spell cuckoo, right? (laughs) What do you think it should have been? Two double O's? Probably. Okay.
2: In that moment, I think. Yeah. Now I don't.
0: (laughs) Well, let's jump into just the facts. Uh, This came out November 19th, 1975. It was uh, directed by Milos Forman. And written by Lawrence Hobbin and Bo Goldman. It got a 94% on the other guys. And IMDb gave it an 8.7. It had a... By the way, those were both really high. <laughs> oh, really? That's correct. Uh, <laughs>
1: that is a fact.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just spitting facts like out here. But. Uh, box office of $108 million uh, on a budget of three. So that's a really good return. three million dollar budget. Three million dollar budget. Wow. Uh,
2: Jack Nicholson actually, I was doing a little bit of reading, uh, denied taking a salary. Instead, he took like I decided to take a cut of the movie, and mm-hmm. I guess
0: it paid off. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. You know what percentage <laughs> he got?
2: Uh, I d- it didn't say when I was reading.
1: Cool. Yeah, usually those things are pretty well private. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, this thing won five uh, awards. It got uh, best picture. Uh, Best Actor for Jack Nicholson, Be- Best Actress for Louise Fletcher, Best Director, and Best Screenplay.
2: It was actually the second movie of three movies ever to win all five of those. The yeah, uh, The Grand the, Slam. The EGOT of uh, yeah. of the movie world. Yeah, I think the other two were It Happened One Night or something from like the 30s and then Silence of the Lambs. Which uh, I don't want to give too much away, but at some point we are doing this here.
0: That's true. Is it going to be during Spooktober?
3: It is during Spooktober. It's my Spooktober pick. I thought those are other mental health awareness movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched it in
2: preparation for this. Oh, okay. <laughs> Actually, I didn't. I forgot to watch One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, but I just watched that episode, Always Sunny, where Frank goes to therapy a bunch. Oh, yeah. I think it's the same. <laughs> it
1: is pretty much the same.
0: Uh, this also lost four other awards. Uh, supporting actor for Brad DeReef. I don't know who that is. Brad Dorif, Dorif.
1: I I don't either, to be honest.
0: Uh, cinematography, film editing, and original score. So,
1: I didn't think the score was that. Like, I'm not. I wouldn't have even nominated it, to be honest. I mean, I I don't know what else was around in '75, but it was not. It it, it wasn't that impressive. To me. I,
3: I feel like it won where it counted. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Well, and and obviously won the grand slam. So yeah. I mean, yeah.
0: Good on them. Yeah, but like, if you don't get original score, then is it even a good movie?
1: Yeah, I mean that's why Return of the King is so much better.
0: Yep, because uh, it got.
1: So Brad Dorif
2: is Billy Bibbit. But
0: speaking oh. of Return of the King, who's Billy who Bibbit?
1: Else? He's the kid,
2: the stutter. The kid, the stutter oh, okay, that it. we just listened to. Yep. Do you know who else uh, he plays? No, Warm Tongue.
1: Oh,
3: that was, was Warm Tongue. No, I had no idea. way. I just looked him up. That's crazy. Mm. Also, in uh, in our other favorite movie. Child's play. Child's, Child's play. play. Yeah. Yep. That's so funny that I happened to just
1: like because I we didn't plan that that yeah. I brought up Return of the King.
2: Yeah, that was that was crazy.
1: <laughs> just goes to
3: show how how deep Billy Dorff's influences on
0: on cinema. That's Brad. True. Brad Dorff. Dorf. Yeah. The
3: character was Billy Babbitt. That's what
0: I said. <laughs> <laughs> what Do you know who else he looks like? Uh, the uh, The main guy in Shawshank. What's his name? Tom Hanks? No, he's not not even in (laughs) uh, (laughs) uh, Shawshank. He's not the Green Mile. (laughs) They're like the same
3: movie. (laughs) Not even. They're not even close to the same movie. (laughs) They're directed by the same guy. They're both about jail. Yeah, but there's no like, (laughs) there's no like magic. There's like magic guy. In my head, I confuse those movies so much. That's funny. So
1: when you were talking about how much uh, you really don't like Shawshank all that much, were you referring
3: to the Green Mile? No, I was talking about Shawshank. uh, (laughs) I've always said that I think the Green Mile is better than Shawshank um, because they just remind me a lot of each other.
2: They don't really remind me of each other except for the fact that they both take place in a prison.
3: Well, they both take place in a prison, but it's also the same, like, directors. It just feels very similar. Like, I feel like that Frank Darabont, I think, is who it is. So, he has if, like if you really had to
0: give Shawshank a rating right now, what would you give It's it?
3: not really fair to do because I haven't seen it in a really long time. Okay. And so, I would want to watch it
0: again and then give. But uh, it would be less than 7.8 because that's what you gave the Green Mile.
3: Probably, I would probably right now. If I had to do it right now, I'd probably give it like a seven point
0: two to seven point five. Interesting.
3: It doesn't deserve
0: the, IMDb top high spot one. I yeah.
3: agree with that. Still,
0: what would you guys have on the top top spot? I
1: don't know. I don't know. I mean, I I.
0: You have like a handful of movies you would put above it. Yeah. Yeah. What are sure. a couple of them?
2: The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Dirty Harry. Dirty <laughs> <laughs> Unforgiven, probably.
1: <laughs> Escape from Alcatraz. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I mean I would put a handful of the movies that we've even reviewed above that. Like mm-hmm. I would definitely put uh, The Godfather. The Godfather above that. I would definitely put. Uh, I put Jaws. Social above Network it. above it. I I might put Jaws above it uh i might even put vertigo above it like some of the things we've done recently uh, we did
3: we haven't done this one since we've all seen it but i'd put 12 angry men above it i really like that movie
2: i haven't seen Shawshank in enough time like like recently enough to say whether or not but what what i'd put above it but i think i probably agree with those those picks so far
0: yeah I don't know. I I really like Shawshank. I love I, it. I feel like when you get up to that high of a caliber of movie, it's hard to rank them. Yeah, they, it they is. They
1: blend quite a bit. Yeah, yeah. I put
0: There Will Be Blood above it. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> we know. We know. <laughs> I, I want to start yelling again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'm the only late bloomer. Should I go first or last? I had never seen this either. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, I was it's thinking bad. of a different movie. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think we were talking about? <laughs> I was thinking of Fight Club, which we're doing in a couple <laughs> of weeks. I just <laughs> forgot what episode we were in. Yeah, I, I did. I straight <laughs> forgot. They're blending together. It's because us. I'm looking at just the facts, and I saw that like name on it, and I, I lost track of where it was.
1: Yeah, so I guess now that like we've said this a few times in this episode, uh, we've actually now plotted out the rest of this season.
0: Yeah, we have all the movies chosen for the rest of the season.
2: And they're all bangers. Yeah. I, well, uh,
0: there's I, a there's a few I, that I are have, lower I, on the rating. list. I have list. a couple
1: that are not bangers coming up. <laughs> like,
3: like what? Uh, like Footloose. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Never seen it. <laughs> That'll be my bummer summer. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll warn you now. It's yeah. not good. It's probably a
0: movie you should have seen, though. I'm expecting oh, yeah. this one to not be good. Uh because it's number one rated on uh that uh the Instagram families. uh that we follow. <laughs> Gravity? Uh on the waterfront. We're gonna we're uh, gonna review that one. People, yeah. people I have love, no clue if that's I don't know good. what
2: it's about even. I'd never heard of it, but once I heard of it, I looked it up. People seem to love it.
0: All right. Well we're gonna find out. But that's <laughs> that's not for a little bit still. Yeah.
2: Yeah, thankfully.
1: Uh so Zach, you were you were a late bloomer for this. I was a late bloomer, yeah. Well, then uh, let's hear from Jake first. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> really throwing him off there. Yeah, I was leaning back. <laughs> I was like, Zach's going to be talking for a minute. <laughs> I, I just love like you know going to you you're just when so you're good at it. when you yeah. Really yeah. Tyler yeah. Really sees me rubbing my eyes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's like, "Okay,
2: it's time." Uh, yeah, I hadn't seen this movie until after we started the podcast, but I heard. The other two guys uh, say that they had never heard of it. Tyler said something about it. I think when we watched Jaws, yeah, I, I said I thought you'd like it um, because I think it was I think it went up against Jaws for Best Picture in one. Maybe, yeah. Uh, and so I just decided to watch it one day, and I liked it a lot. So I was like, let's. And it won five, you know, the 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 five big ones. So I was like, let's uh, let's watch it.
1: Yeah, I had seen this movie a couple of times before, twice I think. Before the first time I saw it, it's kind of funny. I saw it uh, in a bar. Uh, like it was just on subtitles. Like this bar just had, uh, um, salted pig. It was salted pig. Yeah. Just had like classic movies playing in the background. And, uh, I was waiting for somebody like I got there like early, like, cause I didn't have any plans or anything like that. And so I was just waiting for someone two hours and 15 minutes early. No, no, no. I watched watch the, it, whole the whole movie. I watched the whole movie. It was about 45 minutes early. And so I watched about 45 minutes of it. And I count that as my first time. But even just watching it subtitled, I was like, this is really good. And uh, so I went back and watched it uh, a couple of years later and uh, didn't particularly, like, love it. But I thought it was, like, a really good movie. Um, And then, yeah, watching it back this time, I I liked it. Uh, I think it was well done. Um. And there are so many like we talked about with the Godfather, I think and even vertigo a little bit there's so movie so many movies and TV shows that have come after that draw on it mm-hmm. that I was like, oh man, like it is pretty it is pretty cool that this was like a little bit of a vanguard,
2: yeah, it was interesting to me that this had won like all five like the 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 five big ones because. I thought it was really good too, but i it didn't it didn't blow me away. But I, I think it's definitely worth watching. I think it's definitely something you should see. But I was like, man, I feel like there are other movies that I would have thought that. But it also surprised me to read that Silence of the Lambs got it. Like, I'm not knocking Silence of the Lambs. I really like it, but I didn't think it would win five Academy Awards. You know?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Zach, what do you, what do you think? think?
3: Um. Yeah. I I guess I would probably <coughs> agree with what you guys have just said. Like, I felt pretty underwhelmed watching this movie. Um. I think part of why my expectations were as high as they were was probably because it's in the top, like, 20 on IMDb. And I know IMDb is user-based, and so I'm not really sure, like, critically what what the critics think of this movie, even though obviously it won those five. So I guess I still had good reason to have high expectations. Um, But I think, yeah, maybe because I, I, like you said, Tyler, have seen movies that I feel like... uh, talk about some of this the similar themes better. Um, I just felt a little underwhelmed. I thought it was good. I thought the acting was really, really good. I, I think that that was kind of its, its strong suit. Um, and then in other areas, I thought it was fine. I thought the story was just okay. At parts, I was really bored, to be honest. I felt like it, it was a little aimless at times. Um, so I don't know if I'd ever really want to watch this again, but I'm happy that I watched it. Yeah. yeah yeah it was, it was fine
0: you' you're stealing the words like right out of my mouth that's exactly how I feel I felt like the acting was really good um, but I w- there was I had I wasn't invested in it at all like I didn't care yeah. what happened to any of the people
3: I completely agree with you
0: um but the acting was good I didn't think about like their acting at all throughout the movie like I I did I was drawn into their characters mm-hmm. but I wasn't invested in any of their characters and I felt like the movie just kind of like lacked maybe heart. That's why I wasn't drawn into it. Yeah, but I thought it was executed well. I was bored at times. It was a good movie, but I don't know if I'd ever watch it again. Sure. Yeah.
1: It, oh, sorry. It's funny that you mention uh, like the acting because some of the people Jake was Jake was mentioning uh, before we started recording that uh, many of the the people because this was filmed in an actual psych
2: ward and many of the people were actual. Patients.
0: Maybe that's why they were so good. Right, right. <laughs> it's because it was very believable. Yeah,
2: actually, the uh, the the head doctor I forget his name <clears throat> right now, but he was just the the head doctor of that psych ward, and they had like, like not even an actor. Just yeah, yeah. And they had like at one point, Danny DeVito I guess was like really missing his fiance or uh, now wife because um, they had to be on location for a long time, and then he was like talking to imaginary friends to to cope. So they sent him to the doctor. <laughs> and then there, he was like oh well as long as he knows it's a fake person it's chill so i don't know <laughs> i've got to be honest with you guys i don't
1: remember danny devito in this really he's martini
3: oh mm-hmm.
0: yeah the you only reason it? i realized it was him as the there was a couple of shots where it pulled like full back and you could see how tall he was right and i was like oh and then i looked at his face and i was like yep I feel like Danny DeVito is so instantly recognizable. Like, now.
2: I don't think he was instantly right, recognizable then. Right, But, like, it was it was really weird for me to see him. Well, he had hair
0: in this.
3: Right, <laughs> But yeah. it's still, like, his face is, you know, Danny DeVito. I, for the first scene he was in, I didn't realize that that was him.
2: Oh, it was the, like, the first time I watched it, I was like... That's Danny DeVito, right? And then so the only reason I thought it wasn't because this was looked like a small part. Question for you. Uh,
3: so when he was had an imaginary friend or whatever, was it <laughs> was he like method acting or he was just like I'm doing this cuz I'm lonely. <laughs> I miss was, my wife. It's
2: se- like from what I read it seemed like it was he was lonely. That's weird. And he he developed it as a coping mechanism.
3: <laughs> I mean, I so don't know the-
0: any actors that I feel are like outside of that range of being weird. I feel like most actors are weird. I
3: get, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) They're
1: odd folk. Yeah, sure. Uh, I feel like, though, that I've been re-watching this uh, the last week uh, just to cope with, you know, my own life. Uh, Have a little levity, but I feel like Frank from... It's Always Sunny is just Danny DeVito. (laughs) (laughs) He's not acting. He's just being himself. Yeah, like this, hearing this, uh, like, uh, piece of trivia just really reinforces that for me. You telling me I've been putting shampoo on my sandwiches? (laughs) I just watched that. (laughs) I, I, gotta I, I, say, I, I got. I got a little say, poison in the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: got to say that Danny DeVito was my favorite part of this movie. Um, not even like his acting or anything. Just every scene he was in, he was just so smiley and just. He just looked like he was just happy to be there. Mm. It's because he was a little mental. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he was where he should have
2: been. <laughs> yeah.
3: I'm surprised they let him out when it was yeah. over. <laughs> and then he, But even more than him, Harry, is it Harry Lloyd, right? Christopher, Christopher, Christopher Lloyd. Lloyd. Christopher Lloyd looked like he was where he should have been.
2: That's what I was going to say is he looked insane. He <laughs> always <laughs> looks insane. He That's does, true. Yeah. But like something especially in this, maybe it was because he was in a mental institution, mental institution, but I was like, oh. I can see it, mm-hmm. Harry Harry Lloyd. Those are just the characters
1: from Dumb and Dumb. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Christopher Lloyd, I felt like was um, one of my favorite performances. Like, I just felt like he really got into it, and and I feel like it's just so different—not just Back to the Future, but from anything else I've ever seen him do. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just a lot more. His character was just a lot more. Um, like actually deranged, rather than because he acts. Yeah. In all of his he movies. He pretends very, to be. He pretends yeah. to be zany. Uh, and this character was, you know, I I would I would say probably a challenging character to
2: play, and I felt like he did such a such a great job with it. Mm-hmm. That was actually the thing. Like my biggest takeaway watching it again was like I was like, man, Christopher really knocked it out of the park, and like it was a, like a small part. But yeah, he was probably my favorite part of the movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was surprised at how uh, little they guarded this mental institution, <laughs> with a, a known criminal to be on that ward. Well, I don't
2: think that like they were talking about. Most people are just voluntarily there.
0: Exactly. So why is this criminal there? Because they think he's crazy.
2: Yeah. That that I
0: agree. But everyone you. says he's dangerous.
1: Everyone says he's dangerous, and the doctor says, "I think you're like." I think he's faking. I think you're faking. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
0: uh,
3: it didn't seem like the staff there on any on any front was really all that invested in their jobs. Like, if I was a regiment. criminal, yeah. this
0: is the ward I would want to get put yeah. into. <laughs> yeah. But I think
3: that was his whole, like... Where you could so easily bribe the night shift guard. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Which, by the way, uh, this is the second movie we reviewed with uh, Scatman Crothers. I knew that was him. Yeah, that, yeah, was, yeah, yeah. that was Scatman Crothers. From, uh, that's, the Shining. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew it. Yeah, he plays Halloran in in The Shining.
2: Um, I I had something I lost it. I'm so sorry. Oh, it's <laughs> <We> okay. <laughs> no. It's okay. I,
1: started I think Jake just looked, like, had a gone. mini stroke. I think I did. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny because like he's like you know I guess like a a very like culturally important icon, but mm-hmm. like I've seen him in so little. Like I don't really know his body of work.
0: Yeah. What Me is either. he re- culturally relevant to? Like, was he?
2: I think he was an actor and a musician. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, like, I feel like I knew the name, but I literally, I just know him from The Shining and now this. And yeah. Like, he didn't have huge parts in either of those. Right, right. Well, Halloran is a, I yeah, it's not a huge part in the movie. It's a, it's a. I I
1: was kind of like blending in my head the book because I read the book after, uh-huh. uh, and uh,
3: he he plays a monumental part. He feels like such a big part because there's like six characters total, you know. Right, that's true. He doesn't (laughs) have a ton of screen time but like. And two of them are Jack Nicholson. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, seriously. And I guess I I forget, in the movie he does just die. But in the book he rescues the family. Right, right. So Yeah, Yeah, in
2: the movie he just gets an axe to the chest like two minutes after arriving. By Jack
3: Nicholson. I just
2: realized that they're both in both of these movies. That was what I I was saying. Was The Shining
1: the reunion or was this the reunion? The Shining was the reunion. The Shining came out in 1980. (laughs) His
3: character gets screwed by Jack Nicholson in both movies. Yeah. Do you think he got fired? Oh, the, oh, the yeah. character in this movie. After he died, Turk? Turk. What was it? Turk? No, in this Turkle, movie. Turkle. That's right. Turkle. I, 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 I think so because it seems like he just gives up. He's just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. He, he's just like eff it. He's like, he like just he I'm just, just gonna go on to sleep. The couch. He lets well, the then, party continue. Well,
1: then, like after uh, after that, like Nurse Ratched comes in. He wakes up and he's just sort of like, I don't know, like, like
0: whatever. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> like he looks like a little embarrassed uh-huh. that like they fell asleep without cleaning up kind of a thing, but like he's just like, "All right,
3: I'm screwed anyway." What did you guys think of Ratchet?
1: Uh, maybe like the second most terrifying uh female character I've ever seen.
3: Who's the first then?
1: Uh,
2: Kathy Bates.
1: Oh, in Misery?
3: In Misery? Mm, okay.
2: I just watched that for the first time not that long ago, Misery. It's awful. Yeah, <laughs> I, I
0: thought you were gonna say uh, uh, from Wonder Woman 1984 the Gal Gadot. <laughs> Gal Gadot, no. no what movie. was the, the Cat Lady? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see Wonder that's
3: Woman 1984. The first, that's the first most terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: 1984 it, was but awful. But don't watch it. If sorry, you liked the first awful. one, don't watch the second one. <laughs> yeah,
2: I heard. I heard it was just terrible.
0: It, there was. We're not reviewing that movie, but no, it was very bad. <laughs>
1: Uh, but yeah, no, I, I thought ratchet was, uh, just, I mean the, I, I want to know like who hurt her to make her this way.
2: (laughs) And it's, it's weird because you start the movie and you think, okay, you know, I, Jack Nicholson's going to be the worst. He's going to like ruin things. And it turns out like, even though he's a bad guy, he's kind of doing right by a lot of these people or like, he's like helping them out and she just sucks. She's terrifying. I hate her immediately.
1: Yeah, I thought honestly, like, uh, like when she's um, you know watching him uh, te- like play basketball with with all the guys and like kind of teach them and like, like just staring social, out the window, like, and she's staring out the window. And at first, I was like, "Oh, she's gonna come around to him, and like they're gonna form a uh, like an unlikely alliance." Nope, she was furious that he was
2: <laughs> playing with these. It was a little bit patients. reminiscent of. Jack Nicholson just staring out the window in The Shining. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, even man. though The Shining came after,
2: yeah. So The Shining was reminiscent of that. I'm sorry, yeah. 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 But uh, Ratchet, I I read a little bit of trivia that uh, Luis, I forgot her last name, Fletcher. Uh, yeah, she uh, hey, she was so upset by her own performance
0: that she didn't watch the movie for years. Upset, like she thought she was terrifying. Yeah, or she, she thought she did a bad job. No, she was just disturbed. Oh, okay,
1: disturbed by the character. Yeah.
2: What was that other piece of
3: trivia that you told us about off air?
2: Oh, so she was so upset also that everybody else got to like, have a good time and be friends on set, but she had to be like cold and everything that towards the end of production, she just stripped down in front of the whole crew to prove that she wasn't a cold hearted monster, which I don't know how that proves that. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that you got to have ice in your veins to just,
0: that like solidifies (laughs) the point to me. I'm like, what
2: the heck is happening? (laughs) Uh, This person is... uh, Yeah, the only thing that would have made Nurse Ratched more terrifying is if she did that.
0: (laughs) I think the moment that she got me was when they're all discussing uh, him, and everyone says, he's not crazy, we should send him back to prison. And you can tell in her mind, like, no, I want to torment him a little bit. Like, I'm keeping him here.
2: Yeah. Because the weird thing about it is that he gets sent here, and he's even saying, I'm not crazy. Like... I don't know why they're like, I mean, he wants to get sent here, obviously. And yeah. he, I'm maybe trying to play it this way, but like, everybody's like, yeah, he's not crazy. He's not crazy. And then she's like, no, let's keep him here. Like, why did she get to do that?
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah well, what gave her the authority over yeah. the rest of she's the that doctors? Scary. I think yeah, it was like, like even the doctors are they like, they
0: were all kind of saying that, but they all felt like, but I, I'm i willing to like hear, hear out what yeah. any other. And so she was the only one willing to make an, uh, like a solid opinion on it, I think.
1: Well, and I would imagine. Uh, and Zach, you're a nurse. You could probably speak to this. I, I mean, obviously not in mental health, but I imagine that doctors do rely a lot on nurses for like how like patients are doing, you know, mm-hmm. and like their opinions on like, you know, their experience of patients because they're experiencing patients so
3: much more than the doctors are. Yeah. Uh, you know, I would agree with that. And I think it's, it's kind of interesting. I had like a, a completely different take on on Ratchet almost than you guys did. I mean, I didn't think she was a good character. Obviously, um, I think I I expected her to actually be a lot worse than she actually even was. And I think a big part of that is because now there's that Netflix show about her, right? That makes I haven't seen the show, but like I watched the trailer for it, and it makes it look like she's like this sadistical, like right. Like, like murderous yeah. villain. Yeah. yeah. Wait, and there's so, a Netflix show about Ratchet. Yeah. It's yeah.
2: just called Ratchet.
3: Yeah. Oh, really? It like, I didn't came know out that. like a year ago. Yeah. Like it's super recent. That's really weird. It's super weird. Yeah. Like I I don't know. It doesn't sound like a good idea to me at all. And so I I know this like that's my only context for Ratchet going into this movie. And so for most of the movie, I'm just kind of thinking like more so like this is just a woman who like is very invested in her job and is a little too like, like not willing to like kind of more take an unconventional route to like trying to treat these patients. She's maybe a lot more like by the books and like thinks that any, any other way to kind of go about like, uh, treating, I don't want to say treat, but like, like trying to find like therapeutic ways for these patients to kind of express themselves is incorrect. Um, and so when you guys are kind of interpreting that scene, and, and not to say that, like, I think that I'm I'm correct. I think that I probably was misreading that scene. But initially when I was watching it, I was kind of more so thinking, like, Ratchet truly believes in what she's doing and just thinks that she could, maybe with more time with Jack Nicholson's character, figure out how to, to kind of treat him a little bit better. It wasn't really until the very end that I kind of caught on to, like, you know what? She's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that I was expecting her to be a lot worse, a lot more villainous. And I, I, I think that that's really just because this Netflix show came out. And so I expected like this cold hearted, like misery type,
0: terrible character.
3: And I didn't feel like she really was that.
0: Yeah, I don't, I felt like she had parts of herself that were those things that you said yeah. of like super dedicated to her job. I think she had like a, a sense of like, I'm the person that yeah. needs to get all this stuff done. And so she has some like self-importance mm-hmm. and um, I think she loves the control that she has. And so she's like, even like including the patients who can't think and the vote, yeah. like yeah. she knew she would win that. Yeah. So
1: it's so funny. Uh, uh, I guess it's not funny, but interesting. Um, AFI, uh, named uh, Nurse Ratched as the number five villain in their 100 Years, 100 Villains. That's crazy. Wow. List. I, I, yeah. don't, I don't
3: see that when I'm behind,
1: watching this. Behind Hannibal Lecter, Norman Bates, Darth Vader, and the Wicked Witch of the West. The Wicked Witch of the West is number one? No, 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 number four. Okay, I Hannibal Lecter is the Hannibal Lecter is the number one, which I definitely agree with. Sure, I yeah. might put Darth Vader at number one.
0: I would say Darth Vader's probably more iconic.
2: yeah.
3: I just don't think he's that well developed of a villain. Yeah, Darth okay. I Darth Vader's a lame villain in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I'm not a Star Wars fan, so Oh know.
1: well I am a Star Wars fan, but I do think he's a lame villain. Mm-hmm.
0: I think he's a good villain. They just haven't in the movies yeah. gone into depth on his character very well and like they didn't do him a whole lot of justice in the sure. prequels.
3: Yeah, exactly. I think I think Vader's an interesting character. And I think Anakin Skywalker is an interesting character. I've just always thought Vader was just kind of a lame villain.
0: Yeah, yeah. All that being said, I don't know if I would have ratchet, ratchet in the top five. in the top hundred. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like she doesn't within, seem like I wouldn't classify her as a villain.
2: Yeah. Kind of like she just lobotomized a, a perfectly like sane man, you know, just because she didn't like him.
0: That wasn't just her. So it, it, that's but I think it, I think it, sh- it wouldn't have
2: happened without her say-so. By the way, uh, uh, number 18
1: on that list is the shark from Jaws. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce. I don't think I would call him a villain.
2: He was, he was just doing shark stuff. <laughs>
3: we were in their waters. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, yeah, I, I think that, like, Ratchet was villainous. Uh, but also, it's not like... Like at the time, like they thought that this was like therapy that like worked, you know. Yeah, but I don't. I never got the impression that that's
1: what she was doing. I think that like she it, she was just. Con- I'm sorry, Jake. Oh no, I'm sorry. You were in the. Uh, she. I think she was just controlling. Like when they go to the the shock room, it was punishment. It wasn't like a uh, that wasn't like therapy. It was punishment for, uh, was it starting the the cigarette fight or whatever. yeah. Mm -hmm. And he like broke the glass and got the cigarettes for Martini. And that was what he went to shock therapy for. I'm pretty sure that was, was
3: and then
2: the, a couple get
1: the The chief chief. and
3: somebody else. Um, yeah, that's, I, I, um, I didn't really like interpret it as punishment. I, I, I didn't necessarily interpret it as like they at all thought that this was like the best plan of action, but it was more so that it was just like this, criteria of like when the patients act out like they need their treatment and it's just kind of like this lazy like oh like they're they're acting out like we they need a dose of this ECT you know like uh it, it felt very lazy and it felt very like not uh like patient forward thinking um but I I didn't take it as much as punishment and it's not to say that like I I think that that's correct I do probably think that your interpretation of it is actually correct. I'm just kind of more so saying, when I was watching it, that's kind of the way I took it at the time. That was just how you read it, yeah. Yeah, exactly.
2: I kind of thought, like, I think that she did, like, really think she was doing the right thing the whole time. And I think she just saw McMurphy as a problem. And so, I like, everything she wanted... To do against him, I did feel like was just, let's try to make this problem go away. Or let mm. me
0: try to... She just wanted to break him and, like, make him not a problem anymore. Yeah, well, I want to say, I, I don't know about making him want to go away because she was the one who kept him there.
2: I shouldn't say make him want to go away, but, like, make the problem go Make away. the problem
3: go fix away. The problem. Fix the problem. I think yeah,
0: part of her self-importance is, like, she's only as good as if she can help, like, fix these patients. Yeah. And this was, like, the first person maybe in a long time that she saw potential to actually get him to come around because all yeah. these other people actually have mental illnesses and she sees him and she doesn't think he does. So she thinks she can actually like get something out of this. I, and
3: I, yeah, I, I agree with that. And I think that like, I think that what we could say is that like her idea of fixing the patient is like not w- w- like wasn't really in the patient's best interest. Mm hmm. But that, like, in her mind, it was, like, fixing the patient, not, like, punishing the patient. Mm. That's kind of the way it took it. I, I want to paint,
1: like, a little bit maybe different of a picture. Um, so we start off really with Nurse Ratchet. Like, that's the first character that we meet. Um, is it? I y- thought we st- – it, it didn't start off with McMurphy coming in? No, it starts off with Ratchet, And oh. she is running a very tight ship. Like, everyone respects her. Everyone like does exactly what she's like asking them to do, wanting them to do, and throughout the movie, like she is, uh, like this is her little domain that she gets to. Yeah, rule. she's queen. She's queen of this castle, and you know the doctors submit to what she wants, the patients submit to what she wants, the staff fears her, and here comes McMurphy, who's a disruptor of her kingdom that she gets to rule. And so she, uh, you know, takes away their their cigarettes. Why? Just to punish them. And then, you know, all this happens and, and uh, electroshock therapy. Why? Because she wants to punish them. Uh, they throw a party, you know, and they, you know, which by the way, like, I got to be honest, a psych, a party happening in a psych ward seems to be probably the most like predictable problem that's going to happen. (laughs) Like, um, like you can't, you know, I mean, these are sick people. You can't really like be ups too upset at them, not grasping reality. And so what does she do? She punishes uh, Billy and it ends up resulting in his death and then what does she do? Like, how does she deal with that? She goes right back to, like, being the queen of her castle. Like, she has no, like, you know, remorse over Billy's death. No, like, that we see. There's no, like, uh, like recompense. There's no, like, oh, man, I need to, like, do some, like, wrestling with what happened. Uh, And the only punishment that she faces, like, is, you know dealt with like it's it's not punishment it's retribution from from mcmurphy and that's dealt with by lobotomizing him Mm -hmm. um so i see like someone who is uh obsessed with her own power and mcmurphy mcmurphy is a threat to her control
3: yeah i could see that yeah i would i would agree with all that Mm
2: -hmm. uh i know she's probably the most interesting character what do you guys think about some of the other characters.
3: I don't feel like we've talked well, about McMurphy that much. Real quick, I wanna oh, say sorry. this was uh I, I just kinda realized another uh like similarity between this and The Shining was another Jack Nicholson movie that it, I mean it does start out technically with Ratchet, but like very early in the movie, um I guess the first scene of The Shining isn't just his interview with the with the hotel owner either, but like in very early in both movies we have an too. interview yeah. with Jack Nicholson like a shot of him in an office with another character as
1: soon as he sat down it reminded me of the interview yeah. of the shining yeah. that's
2: what, that's what i was going to say is i feel like in both of those movies he was supposed to like he was supposed to be this like kind of like charming charismatic guy and i just don't know why people didn't see through him in both of them like when i was watching the shining and when i was watching this i was like man I wouldn't like him if I met him. Well,
3: it doesn't seem like anyone sane in Cuckoo's Nest is charmed by him. More so just like the crazy people. I think like the doctor is. Like he brings
2: the doctor in. He's talking to him about his fish. And the doctor seems to be kind of into it. He's like, oh, I caught this big fish. Oh, yeah. The whole thing. Like they they just seem kind of into the conversation. Yeah.
3: Yeah. But if the doctor's like interviewing like potential patients, like I don't think he's going to just be like checked out, you know? Like I think he's going to like...
0: He's just equal, yeah, he's just responding in equal Yeah, form. like
3: and treating him with like respect. It
2: just seemed like he came in and let McMurphy take control. Like he was supposed to be interviewing McMurphy and McMurphy just kept interrupting and going to different things and he was just chill. Like he was like, whatever. I, uh, I think that he was just engaging with, with the patient, you okay. know? Yeah, I, I would
1: say like um, I, don't, I don't like I'm not disagreeing with you necessarily, but I, I think that that's like just kind of what therapists
0: do interesting. Yeah, because like, you don't you're trying to gauge like where that person is at. You're not trying to control the situation.
1: Yeah, so you just kind of let them do their thing and take the conversation wherever they're going to take it and that gives you insight into like their mental state. Okay. Yeah. But uh yeah, I However,
0: I do agree with you that Jack Nicholson is not someone that I find charming.
2: No, yeah. <laughs> uh I completely agree with you on that. I don't I, think he ever plays just like a normal regular dude. You know,
0: I can tell you that
1: after watching this movie, I can go the rest of my life without seeing anyone ever miming masturbation ever again. Yeah. Cause he does it like six times in this
3: movie. It felt like, and
1: every time it was just, it like, bothered me. Every time, time it was,
3: a uh, it was a look down at my phone moment. <laughs> <laughs> the, I was talking to someone actually, um, about this movie. Cause, uh, like I just had mentioned that I had just seen this movie and we were talking about Jack Nicholson and she was telling me about how one of her friends met Jack Nicholson at a bar and they ended up like hanging out and like having a couple drinks together. And I was like, that takes some balls I'd be oh, yeah. I'd be terrified oh, to yeah. even approach Jack Nicholson. oh yeah I, I'd never do it.
2: it. of the three Jack Nicholson movies we've reviewed so far a few good men uh, this and the shining. What do you think he's the most similar to I imagine a few good men in real life yeah
3: oh yeah I, w- I would imagine a few good men. I don't know, maybe I feel like maybe closer to McMurphy I feel like uh I imagine the shining I mean, he like <laughs> <laughs> the shining. I mean, he like you always see him like at Laker games, like having fun, and like there's all those pictures of him like on boats with women, like chilling. <laughs> like he he seems like he is down to like have a good time, but I'd be afraid that if you like made one like wrong wrong turn, he'd he'd be pissed. He'd, he'd literally choke you out. Yeah, <laughs> oh, <he'd laughs> exactly. <order the> <laughs> I also really liked I liked the
2: chief a lot in this. It was uh, funny. So they couldn't find any like native american people that were that huge so they just like they cast a local park ranger because he was the only person they could find that was giant enough and native american so that's
1: why he uh had to be had to pretend to be deaf and mute cuz they were like he was a, such a bad actor that they couldn't give him lines
2: yeah. <laughs> for for a minute when he spoke did anybody else think that jack nicholson might actually be crazy McMurphy? oh that he was imagining because it because nobody else was around and it was the only time he said anything i was like is he Is he imagining this? Yeah. I
0: didn't think that McMurphy was crazy, but I thought that it was going to come back to bite him. I thought, like, later on, he was going to be in an interview and he's going to talk about him. Talking. Talking. And then everyone's going to be like, no, he's. And, like, that was going to be why they thought he was crazy Mm. going on. That would have been interesting.
1: That's so funny. You guys read, like, such more interesting takes into that than I did. Like, I was just like, I just took it on the face. <laughs> yeah,
2: I, I just couldn't imagine him. Like what, what did he, what was his first line? Mm, bubblicious.
3: Yeah. <laughs> no, juicy, <laughs> juicy, fruit. juicy fruit. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Juicy like fruit.
2: this is what he chooses to open his mouth to
1: say. <laughs> no,
3: I, I'm with you, Jake. I thought the same thing. Yeah.
1: I just figured that he, uh, I, I don't know. I feel like I've seen characters like this in movies before where they're just like, they're such introverts or they're in such a weird situation that they hate that they've just decided like, I'm just going to not engage with anyone. And mm-hmm. like, it's almost like a power play at times. Like,
0: yeah, what I thought was going to happen. Cause I didn't doubt that he was actually speaking. I thought that was real. Yeah. I thought later on something was going to happen. He was going to be getting interviewed and he was going to say like, no, I spoke to him. Like he talks and he can hear whatever. And then they were going to go talk, like try to talk to him again. And he was going to stick with it because mm-hmm. <laughs> like he doesn't want to give up his, this is only his, his only position of power is that right. everyone thinks he's nuts and yeah. can't speak or, or deaf talk. and mute. Yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. I also, I didn't completely understand like, uh, his loyalty to McMurphy, like that he felt like so close to him that by the end of the movie that would like <laughs> <laughs> kill him. <laughs> Yeah, or like like lead <laughs> it him. It was a mercy killing. Yeah, anything. like lead lead him to like finally like do something. You know,
1: I I would say that, uh, he was the only one that like even though he did it in his own kind of like messed up way, McMurphy was the only one who really saw him as a viable person. Sure, like everyone else just kind of like yeah, like even uh, what
2: were the the guards? I'm not sure who those guys were, but then when they're on the, the yard, yeah. and then he was like. Why are you talking to him? And he's like, it, "It's not like he can't hear you. It's not doing him any good." And yeah, I'm just like, like what? Why bother?
3: Yeah, yeah. I get it. It just it seemed like from what we saw as the audience, like they didn't have enough interactions <laughs> to like justify that ending. But yeah. it's more interactions than Chief has had in years, probably. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that is a good
2: point.
1: Yeah, I I would say that the thing that this movie suffers so much from is. Maybe, and this might be partly an age thing because I think that we experienced this a little bit in Vertigo 2, where it was like the story was just slightly underdeveloped for our palette in mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. Um, where like if this was remade today, say, you know, with Robert Dane Jr. and Tom, Tom Holland. Holland, Tom yeah. Holland playing the chief. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Like I think the I think the story could be punched up a little bit sure. in some important ways to give some like
0: better development. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it would it would have landed better. A couple, of, I think, if him and the chief would have had a we could have seen more of their relationship. Yeah. Like that would have made more sense to me too. Cause I felt the same way when he started to, like hugging him and then he was like, Oh, this is for you. Whatever. Yeah. And he I says, was like, you're coming with me. I was like, what is this? Like they don't even know each other <laughs> like,
2: at the same time. How many interactions could we really watch of him talking to somebody who's not? talking? To him? No, you but you know, they like, did start I, talking halfway through the movie.
3: No, I mean, that
2: was, I was like the last act of the movie I think was when he starts talking.
3: But I think that's the thing is... If for Either then them,
0: give me something that in, b- shows they're close. If you want more basketball, like, put
3: your arms in the air. Yeah. Put your arms <laughs> in the air. No, 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 no. But the first hour had, like, nothing of substance. So, like, l- have that scene earlier in the movie and then have more scenes of them actually interacting. Yeah, or have okay. them,
0: like, talk and maybe have some kind of, like, a connection or yeah. breakthrough or something. Yeah. And I could have done the same with uh, Wormtongue, whatever his name is. Billy. 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 Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I was like... Why does he care at all about this kid? Like, they have had no interactions. Yeah. Why did I, he risk missing his escape to go back and see if he killed himself?
2: I don't know. I kind of took it as, like, because, like, they had been going, like, I like like weeks and months. They just kind of, like, mentioned, like, he's been here for a little while. I just imagine there was more that happened that we didn't see. Right.
1: Yeah. and And I think that's what I mean about, like, a victim of maybe it's time where, like, older movies
0: do just kind of, like take the uh, the connections for granted yeah they take the yeah it's the they same they thing just, with like love like it's like wait they've known each other for like a week How, why are they engaged now right right <laughs> it's exactly. like watching a Disney movie yeah. yeah
1: or like uh they uh just decided to get back together and now all of a sudden they have a like
3: six-year-old boy mm-hmm. what happened Godfather yeah. in the like, mm-hmm. interim years? or vertigo or titanic like yeah it happens (laughs) a lot
2: (laughs) it was just a hard world back then life moves fast you got to move fast with it
0: yeah i just think with an emotional payoff you need to give us some of the emotion beforehand
2: yeah but i think
1: that that wasn't the case with older yeah people just like read between the lines and moved on Mm -hmm. like they because i i don't think that movies were maybe as like Maybe they were bigger. I don't know. I don't think they were as big a part of, like, cultural life mm. back then um, as they are now. And so it was just sort of like, oh, yeah, like, phone it in a little.
2: <laughs> I, don't, I mean, it did. It made $120 million in 1975. What What is that today? Probably
1: quite a bit. That's true. No, that's that's really true. I Maybe you're
2: right. I take it back.
0: Yeah, I mean, I understand why this was successful back well, in 75 because all the other movies were even worse. Yeah, I mean, that's Jaws what, came out that year.
1: That, that's why I was getting... Yeah, but Jaws did really good too. That's why I was going to actually say though is um, there were though less movies coming out. Yeah. So, so you had less options. Like you went to the theater, they had two options.
3: You saw Jaws and then a couple months later you saw Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah, like... Cuckoo's Kaku. Nest. Sorry, Cuckoo, yeah. Uh,
1: you know, there were, there were just no options whereas like now it's like, man, it feels like Every week, like even if they're not good, there's another movie out and I go to a theater and I have typically like at least 10 options.
2: Yeah. Uh, this is not about the movie at all. But speaking of the movie theater and not good options, man, uh, I, I wanted to go see a movie the other day and I saw like 10 movies playing. And I was like, I don't want to see a single one of these. <laughs> no
3: good options. Yeah. Even though by the time this comes out, I think there'll be movies
2: no, oh, this bummer. Was I'll look like an yeah. idiot <laughs> <laughs> I, at
3: the time of recording a quiet place Two just came out and I think I heard somewhere else that like at this point like there's going to be like a, a new major release every week till the end of the year
0: was but the original quiet place really good oh yeah I didn't see it it
3: was good yeah I liked it
0: I heard it was I mean I realized bird box came out afterwards but it was just basically the same movie Bird Box uh, didn't come out afterwards, did it? Yeah, it did. Bird oh, Box was so, a Netflix yeah. release after Quiet Place.
2: Weird. I, I uh, heard. Of, I heard. Of, heard about him the opposite.
0: I haven't
3: seen Bird Box, but everyone that I like talked to about both those movies said that Bird Box was not as good.
1: Yeah, I would say Bird Box was definitely not as good.
0: Got it. Uh, but it's the same premise essentially. It's just sound instead of sight.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it it yeah, it's a very similar premise, um, where like you have uh, you have like some sort of like alien slash monster type thing, and the primary characters are deprived of a sense in order to avoid it, in order or avoid to survive. It, yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, yeah. Geez, Bird Box was good, but A Quiet Place made me weep. Oh, I don't. I don't know if I want to
0: do that? <laughs> like it was, well, it was
1: scary, and but the at the very end, like man, I cried. You are not selling me or Scott on this. <laughs> scary and crying. I, I'm <laughs> not trying to sell you on it. I'm just telling you it's awesome. It's,
0: it's, 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 it's Jake, does movie. that sound awesome to you? <laughs> yeah.
3: Did do you want to go cry in the theaters
0: while we're holding each other in fear? <laughs> yeah, I'm
3: free after this. <laughs> well, I, I didn't think that it was like super scary. I think it, it was like very tense. And yeah. Like uh yeah. just fun... like Bird Box wasn't scary. It was yeah. just
0: like more suspenseful. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah. it was very tense and it, it's a it's a fun watch, but also there's a lot of like heart to it. Oh, so that's why I mean I cried. Like it's like they
1: really you really fall in love with these characters.
0: Is, it, is he playing Jim in that one, too? He's playing Jim. Yeah. That's Pam correct. Pam is long dead. <laughs> yeah, Pam died. Pam was, she was screaming earlier, yeah. like, a few years before, and they c- got her. Yep, they got her, yeah. <laughs> Pam was telling Michael to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and, then they, and then they both died. Yeah. There's a moment
3: where Jim is about to die, but then Dwight kicks in the door, and he maces he the something. monster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he maces it. Yeah, that's, even, that's better than But accidentally
0: show. maces himself. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and screams, like and then that's when the monster gets it. <laughs> yep. Are you sure you haven't seen this movie? <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Kevin came in and spilt chili all over the monster.
2: <laughs> they, they thought about calling this movie The Office 2.
0: <laughs> the Office 2. Yeah. The sequel to the 10 seasons of The
3: Office. Yeah. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Oh man, we're gonna need to let Scott recover for a minute. (laughs) The office too was solid. I like that. It was chilly. That's like, it's like in (laughs) signs where it's like,
0: that's the monster's weakness. Yeah, it's it's chilly. chilly. It's chilly. chilly. So, do you guys have any other uh, favorite parts from the office or from a quiet place?
2: (laughs) Didn't see a quiet place. Uh, I feel like I have now. (laughs) I.
0: I know uh,
1: of this movie, like favorite, favorite parts, like kind of what really worked for me. I, I know I get what you mean about the relationship with Billy, but I really liked Billy a lot and uh, I really liked his story arc. I wish it was developed more, um, but I really enjoyed it until I didn't until I was <laughs> very upset by it. And it was really the only point in the movie where I was like, okay, man, this is like um, I'm actually invested, like super invested in this was, um, was his interactions with Billy, especially as the movie progresses. And, uh, like when he's like, uh, when he first finds out that, uh, they're all there for the most part voluntarily and he's like, you know, trying to like get this kid to like get out of here and live a full life. Um, yeah, I, I really liked it.
0: Yeah, I was not invested at all. Like, was it because you when knew that it, Billy was going to go betray Rohan to <laughs> that's, that's what it was. Like, even when he died, I was like, okay. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Dude, are you a machine? No, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm the same way. Yeah, yeah I was like, okay. Like, like some w- kid
2: die, some kid kill himself, and then you're like, okay. Yeah. Wow. The, I had no emotional attachment to the character. I, even still, if I just heard about a kid dying, I'd be bummed.
1: Yeah, but Jake, remember, I know that sometimes you know these lines get blurred for you. This is fictional.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just, I, I just hate. I'm, I'm the same way. Like, it, this movie didn't really make any impact on me. I don't think I had a favorite part. Um, but I was, I was so tickled by scattering. <laughs> 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 you, you were
0: tickled by who? I was so
3: tickled by Scatman Crether's like, one, just willingness to just risk it all for... Uh, like, to get
0: axed in the chest? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah,
3: no, no. Just for a night of, you know, fun with uh, what McMurphy's friend. And then, <laughs> like, he was so, like so sad and upset and it's just like what did you think was gonna happen like, yeah i love he my favorite thing he said was like this is my job man yeah. was like, <laughs> like take, take you it dude, seriously yeah. then. what do you what do you think dude? you this wouldn't have happened without your say so and, and just so like how willing uh those like women were to just do whatever
0: mcmurphy wanted. <laughs> yeah that made no sense <laughs> like, to me
3: you guys are really down to just hang out in this like psych ward and, yeah like sleep with the patients
1: (laughs) and the security guard
3: yeah it was it was interesting
1: i mean to be honest i just i guess maybe i missed something but i just assumed that they were
0: prostitutes
2: he he said she wasn't i think i i mean he could have been lying but i think murphy (laughs) said explicitly she wasn't (laughs)
0: I don't know. I maybe didn't hear that, that part or sense. hear them address it. Yeah,
1: maybe that's just how I rationalized yeah. the insanity of what was happening. But how
3: was McMurphy paying them?
1: I don't know. He paid uh he paid Turkin. Tur- Turk Turkle.
3: Turkle. Oh, that's right. He did. Well, I yeah. assume
1: that they brought him some
2: money. <laughs> they brought no, everything
1: else. Because he paid Turkle before he oh, he paid him to open the Oh yeah. Like so I don't know where he got. Cash from, but I don't know,
2: man. Maybe it was when he was out boating. He, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah, he was able to hop the fence and <laughs> I, just I, take everybody on a I boat. Feel like trip. Even
3: if I was a prostitute and McMurphy's like, come to this mental ward, <laughs> there's a patient here who really wants to spend time with you, I'd be like, no, nah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I agree with you. Sam. I'm not gonna take this job. Did you at least like
2: the boating scene though? No, really. I, that no. was my least favorite, to be
0: honest huh. with you. I thought it was nice. nice, <laughs> <moment>. <laughs> nice. Were
2: you tickled? Yeah. <laughs> the whole time when he when he couldn't drive the boat
0: straight. That was the only time where I thought, oh, McMurphy might actually be crazy. Really? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <'Cause laughs> I, I, like, I thought, wha- like, if, what is he doing? Like, if you're going to break also... all these guys out, Why? <laughs> this is what you're choosing to do?
2: I, he's I also... giving them
1: an experience. Yeah, he's, it's because he cares about them.
3: I I I didn't take that. I didn't think that he really cared about. I I thought that he was just kind of using them for his own selfish. Yeah. game. Like he just wanted to go fishing, and he's like, "I'm gonna bring these guys along." Well, like, he could have just done that by himself. and yeah. it been Less risky. Right. I don't think he could have like manned the boat and uh like fished. Yeah, boats have anchors. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he probably could have, but like I I don't know. Yeah, I didn't take it as like. A, I
0: thought he saw them as amusement. Yeah.
3: Exactly. Yeah,
1: mm. yeah I would say I didn't take it that way. And I think that's why he forgoes his escape with chief to like run back and like check on Billy and then like try to kill ratchet. It's
3: because like he, he really did. I think that's the he thing. He came around to really caring about that, these people. That's the thing that was like, I, I think that you are right. Like, I think that's what they, the movie they were makers, going for. Yeah. It. I think that's what they were going for, but I was just like confused because I didn't feel like there was anything in Nicholson's performance that, made me think that he cared about them, you know? No, yeah, yeah I get that. In I, the moment, yeah, I, I
0: felt it was more out of his hatred for her than it was out of his love for him.
1: Interesting. I mean, yeah. I, I I, don't, like, I mean, I get it. I, I get yeah. Because it does, like, you do just have to make a bunch of logical leaps in mm-hmm. this movie, <laughs> watching this movie.
0: Which can make a movie more fun. It can, but... But it also leads to... This. A bunch of us having different, very different opinions. Very different. It. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I, I, I didn't even think that much about these things. And then I'm like, wow, you guys had different takes. That's wild. Yeah, I know. Right. <laughs> I feel like Zach and I watched
0: the same movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: you know, but there are some things that Zach and Jake have agreed on that I'm like, what? Like, mm. <laughs> uh, interesting bit of trivia about the fishing scene though. I thought this was funny. At least everybody, like even the crew, uh, everybody except Jack Nicholson got super seasick and it took them a week to film. Because they kept getting seasick.
0: Maybe I don't know. Because they were driving it in circles. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Nicholson's okay with that,
2: though. It's
1: because uh, Danny DeVito was actually driving the boat.
0: Mm. <laughs> um. Well, do you guys have any other last favorite things before we jump into uh, I ratings?
3: Didn't ha- I didn't have any first favorite things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Our, got him. All right, Jake. Gotta call Milos.
0: <laughs> Jake, can you uh, s- s- get those servers going?
3: Yeah.
2: Done. <laughs> oh wow, that was yeah. quick!
0: Did you get new ones? No. Why are they quicker now than they used to be? I just I made them better. <laughs> with what?
2: Well, before I had never mind. <laughs> we always. going to make a joke. Or, we belie- yeah. the <laughs> server base so much every episode. Yeah, I I I tried to just say done. You know. <laughs>
3: yeah, I appreciate that.
0: <laughs> All right, we're uh, Zach. We're going to start with you. Yeah, I'll give this uh, seven. And uh, I'll go next. I'm gonna give this a a 7.2, and then we're gonna go to you, Ty. I'm gonna give this a 7.5, and Mr. Jake, I'm gonna give it a 7.3. This is
1: one
3: of the most aligned, I think, we've ever been. We're within 0.5. This (laughs) comes, we are way off of the other guys in IMDb.
0: Yeah, we're way, we're way short of them. Uh, so this comes out to a 72% on Rotten Potatoes. I wish it would have
2: been a little bit higher. Uh,
0: once again, the other guys <laughs> gave 0. this 1. a 94%. And I'm, we gave an 87 and we gave it a 72%. Yeah,
1: I'm going to chalk this one up to uh, age. age. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So we'll give it an asterisk that if we were in
2: 1975 or recording a podcast right now. <laughs> <laughs> we were in 1975 and we were just hopping on IMDb. <laughs>
0: yeah, well, I, I, I chalk it up to age and lack of development, which is also included in age. So I guess just age. From my for hypothesis. For like for yeah, me. For, yeah,
1: my, my hypothesis is that lack of development is an age thing, but it could not be.
0: Well, Zach, I want to actually end it with you because of wait, how wait, you wait. felt about
3: what what are we doing next
0: week oh
3: oh yeah we're, we're kicking off bummer summer next
0: oh
2: it's you I think we kicked it's off me. bummer summer with billy's suicide
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well n- it was not a- not to scott and i <laughs> <laughs> apparently. yeah i was like whatever <laughs> no, yeah we're we're jumping into bummer summer uh jump is probably the wrong word because i said before i'm easing us into bummer summer yeah. yeah it's it's like when they're pushing that guy in the wheelchair into the water
2: uh, down the ramp yes. in the in, yep. in this movie, yeah. that's how we're taking
0: this. So the water is bummer summer. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and we're just slowly rolling. And we are the guy in the wheelchair, and <laughs> yes. Zach's yeah. the guy pushing us. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah.
3: But, it's uh, a big wheelchair. We're gonna be <laughs> watching. I'm I'm kind of knocking um, or killing two birds with one stone because we're also gonna watch a movie that I've wanted to nominate for this for a long time. One of my favorite movies. Uh, it's Zodiac. Ah, yes. Mm-hmm. You mean Dirty Harry. Yeah, yeah, mm, Dirty okay. Harry too. The, is Zodiac. Losing? I
1: think
0: that that's called the Enforcer. Oh, is I
1: it, think it's called dirty or Harry. You're probably.
2: <laughs>
0: I thought it was called Too Dirty, Too Harry. I was, I was just about to make that Tokyo joke. Drift.
3: No, I think Zodiac is the remake of Dirty Harry, though. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah, yeah. I mean, all right. <laughs>
0: well, that's enough of that. Zach, final thoughts on this movie? Yeah, I think. <laughs> I like that. (laughs)